Four plus years and 199 episodes ago, a podcast was born with a simple idea to talk about the geeky stuff we love and review local brews. Or new local brews or local brews news. I don't remember what it was. (laughs) Too many local brews to remember. That's true. On the 100th episode, we discuss IGN's list of top 100 video games. And this week, on the 200th episode, woo! This week, on the 200th episode, we are looking at Rotten Tomatoes' list of the top 100 sci-fi movies. Welcome to Drink In, Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Dustin. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. That's right. <laughs> no. Beside me is... <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Alongside me, Sam. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't even know. <laughs> Um, and with Saf is Dustin. <laughs> Wait, I said too many names. And with Dustin is... <laughs> I think that was a success. I think so. What happened to Pale, then? <laughs> it took 200 episodes for us to get here. <laughs> Pale broke us. <laughs> it took long enough. Oh I shit! Really have tears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's episode is featuring Summit City's Toast and Jam, which is by far my favorite beer, I think, of this year or last year. And the Black Acre Killer Robots, which is a blackberry ginger wheat. Uh, and the topic today is, of course, our 200th episode. Yay! Cheers! Woo! And we're going over... Sci-fi movies. Yep, we're going to do do that. Exactly. Um, but before we get to that, what have you guys been drinking slash playing lately? Uh, so I've been drinking... I'm still catching up on all of the, uh, what is it called? Rochester Mills? The Rochester Mills, yeah. Yeah, the the 100 and, or not 100, <laughs> the 20, <laughs> 12 beers of Christmas. <laughs> it's a lot. The 12 beers of Christmas or whatever it's called, the pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all kind of taste the same like, with just a little variant flavor. They're 12, I guess they're 12 variants of the same uh, stout, but. I'm I'm enjoying most of them, but some of them are kind of just like I don't really taste 
whatever you're like the chocolate pancake one or whatever it was. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's chocolate chips or pancake in this, but they're still good either way. So, I mean, I'll probably get it next year too if they do like different beers. Um, I have been on Monday nights for pint night at uh, Mad Anthony at Shigs and Pit uh, down the road here from me. I haven't really been going out, but this is the first place that I've been going to because after work, I get there and I'm usually me and my friend are the only two that are in there um, for the last 45 minutes that they're open. Um, so I go and have one or two beers. And one that they just came out with is called O'Connor's Scottish Export. It's a Scottish export ale, and it intrigued me, and I had no idea what to expect. And uh, it's not bad. It's it's kind of like a, a yingling, like the, the staple yingling amber beer, but it's like their own little twist on it. So it, it's actually, it's not bad. I gave it a, a three and a half. And when I checked it in that night, I was the only one that checked it in. And as I checked today... There's been two people who have checked oh, wow. it in, so not a lot of people are rushing out to drink this um, or to even try it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, it's not bad. W- worth a check out for those of you that have untapped <laughs> want to try it. We're still in COVID times, so maybe there's just not as many people out. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like I said, this is like the few times that I went there to actually drink a beer in there. I've gotten quite a few howler fills and growler yeah. fills from them. So I've uh I've been working on a client update uh for their system uh since October and this client is over by Traders Point area in Indianapolis uh which is essentially the halfway point between Andrew and myself uh which means that the halfway brewery that we usually stop and do beer trades at is also right there in the same like vicinity that I am and so I've been going to deviate a lot more just to grab new beers from them. Uh, we haven't been overly impressed with them. Uh, some of their stouts are a little weak and, you know, some of the other things are, you know, kind of not quite to par with other breweries. But the fact that they're put it, pushing out so many different things just shows that they're trying. And I think they do interesting recipes. Like yeah. They do like unique beers, but they're never like, great they're just kind of interesting yeah uh so i stumbled upon a beer from them a beer release a major release from them just on a friday and i think it it wasn't this past friday uh but it was like the friday before that um i say that as if i'm recording it now versus when you're hearing this but (laughs) like like, (laughs) yeah like a month or so ago uh like middle of january and it was their Chelsea Lou Brew release. And these were bombers that they had released. And the first one is just the regular Scotch Ale, uh, We Heavy, uh, Chelsea Lou Brew. And then the variant I got as well, which was the Chelsea Lou Brew with Vanilla Bean. The Vanilla Bean obviously made it better, uh, but it's still kind of iffy. But they're both delicious. I bought both bombers. And they came up to like fifty dollars. I was like, "Cool, yeah, they're they're pretty expensive." I think. Yeah, I think so. And I wasn't gonna renege and be like, "No, I'm good." Like after I said, "Oh no, do you still have those? Do you have the bombers?" And like, "Yeah, we got both of them." Like, I'll take both of them. And then like, "All right, fifty bucks." I was like, (sighs) "Swipe." Um, but at least like you're keeping them in business, (laughs) right? Yeah, I I think so. 
And it's always exciting to try new things. And this is like in the vein of trying new things. And uh, I give them props for trying different recipes and doing new things and coming out with a lot of new beers, especially in these times when it's it's a lot easier to stick to what got you there yeah. to try to bankroll yourself through when they're still trying to pump out new recipes, which is just exciting. So I recently um, had a brew from Trouble Brewing. What? Which is surprising. Which is surprising because we're not the biggest Trouble fans. Did you pukey pale over um, the place? No, I, I did not. Not yet. Not yet. But the night's not over yet <laughs> as we are recording this. Uh, but I had their um, flagship IPA, which is called Mind Trap. IPA three, um, it's a the write up says it is a mega hopped on both the bittering end and on the second end with centennial hops. It will trap your mind after a couple of them. I personally thought the beer was very delicious and not something that I would remember. Like when I we first were going to trouble, they were really new. And, uh, their beers were like very, like heavy, I felt like, and it did, it made us all sick. <laughs> but this one was very, it was improved like quite a bit. So I don't know if they just have kind of like figured things out. Um, maybe their process of like cleaning the lines and just cleaning every, the equipment has gotten better. Um, I don't know. I just think overall they've probably improved since the four or five years ago that we went there. But yeah, I just, I liked the IPA. It was um, definitely tasted like a single hop IPA with a very rich body, uh, very like rich and like malty, but still with like that bitter IPA taste. Um, But I was a big fan of it. Uh, I would probably give it around a four. Nice. Um, if I had, yeah, if I had to rate it, so yeah, it's kind of uh, weird. Like I kind of want to see, like, try more of their stuff, but I'm gonna proceed with caution. Well, yeah, I think to second we, that, pale. We uh, um, before the Berg wedding that I went to, I stopped there with Kyle um, to the Promenade Park, where Trouble has their own line out there. They're kind of renting that little space. They have it for a year. I don't know if they're going to be there next year, if they're going to bring in another brewery. Um, so I tried it there. They gave me a free beer because I helped uh, the lady change the keg. It took me hmm. back to Tin Caps days, bartending out there. I'm like, oh, I know how to do this. So I lift the keg up, help her lift it up, hook it up and everything. So she gave me a free beer. And it was one of their amber ales, I think. So I'm like, it was really good. I We definitely need to, to give them a second shot. But if once the weather gets nice, we can definitely head out there and check it out at the park. Yep, that's what I was about to say. Like, that, well, not exactly. That'd be that, awesome. Like, we need to check them out again because I don't think I've been there since we started doing this podcast because we've had bad experience. But years have passed since then, and uh, I feel like we should just give them another shot. Maybe. Sure. I did drink one of their beers uh, at a Brew Haven event, and it was fine. I just think that it was like in-house brewery, not clean lines or something. Is yeah. like the rumors that I heard that they didn't keep up on that, which is probably bad to say having a, a voice. They but were yeah. a new brewery, so maybe they just didn't know at yeah. that time, and they've got it figured right. out. 
five years later. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm down for trying it again. Uh, I think it'd be good. That's my first stop. (laughs) So speaking of trying things, we got some beer. Uh, So the beer that we have in front of us, we actually got when we went and visited Blackacre, me, my wife, and Saf. And so, yeah, I don't think I've ever had this one. And then you were like, oh, that sounds interesting. So you bought it. It was kind of like in a strange brew territory almost. Yeah. Which is why it caught my eye. But I was like. I mean, I'm here. I might as well take something to go. Right. So it is 6.4% ABV, 23 IBUs, which is the number 23 on our geek scale. I don't remember what the number 23 is. It's a movie starring Jim Carrey. 23? Where he sees the number 23 everywhere he looks. Hmm. Still no idea. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it either. It's like a horror movie that I used to make fun. (laughs) It's a horror film. It was really goofy. It's a horror film, yeah. Imagine that. Uh, so on Untapped, it just says as a description: blackberry and ginger, American wheat. Um, There's more information on the can than that, but it's not much. Not much more. Uh, American <laughs> American wheat, American wheat ale with blackberry and ginger, refreshingly brewed with sweet, ripe fruit and subtle spices. And speaking of the can, it's a pretty very simple can, but all other cans are pretty simple like this. Um, mostly black with a little silver. Yeah, silhouettes. Yeah. We've got like this robot standing above the city with, I'm guessing, laser beams. Mm hmm. Coming out of the giant. Giant, yeah. Um, And then he's got the bird logo on his shoulder. If you look very closely, you see the bird. Um, The color of the beer is going to be difficult. Because it's got like a pink hue to it if you get it in the right lighting. Yeah. Yeah, looking at these pictures. Kind of reminds me of like an amber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like a little pinky, pinkier than Mm -hmm. most. But we will do our best. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know, I kind of think of it as like if you added a little bit of a pink hue to like a 15 or a 16. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Somewhere in that row. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say in all my lighting, it's pretty, pretty orange. Not really seeing a whole lot of color. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go with a number fifteen. Mm-hmm. Links pants. Links, links <laughs> wooden sword. Or his pants. Or his pa- or his hair sleeves. Hair. Or sleeves. <laughs> or sleeves. Shoes. <laughs> or his shoes. Or part of his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> part of his eyeball. Perfect. That's right. It is. <laughs> What? It's also green. I know. Part of his eye is green. It's got a green dot. There's only three colors in that game. That's Ooh. fair. Smell the beer. Yeah, it's... um. Shake it up. It kind of smells like it's going to be sour. Yeah, I get like a little sweet, or I guess yeah. fruity hints mm-hmm. from blackberry. It's, it smells tart. Uh, it smells like a fruited beer. Um, I'm kind of anticipating sour from this, just by the smell. I don't really smell like clove or anything. Yeah, not getting any ginger. Yeah. Or, uh, whatever other spices they've used. But yeah. ginger is the one specifically they mentioned. I'm hoping I taste it, but I'm just not smelling it. All right, let's give it a shot. Well, that's there's the wheat ale flavor right there on the back end. Can I get like a little, um, you get a lot of blueberry. I, I wouldn't say it's sour. 
but no. it's definitely fruity. Yeah, like I was anticipating sour, and I didn't get anything yeah. like that. Uh, it's kind of dry at the end. Kind of gives you that yeah. that wheat beer taste, but not quite a Hefeweizen taste. Um, Little like hints of banana, but I think the blackberry overwhelms that. Mm-hmm. Still coming up very short on that ginger, though. It's spicy. Yeah, it is spicy, but I don't. I'm not tasting ginger. It's very subtle. Yeah, but I can taste spices. And my first yeah, thought was the ginger uh, keeps it from being too uh, sour or tart. Yeah, but it also doesn't have a strong flavor on its own. Right. My first thought was clove, like when I tasted some kind of like spice yeah. to it. But I don't know. It's it's not very. I don't know. It's not crisp. Like uh, a ginger ale would be crisp, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, as for what we can taste. The blackberry is not overpowering. It's not sour. It's not tart. Um, it's a good, subtle, sweet taste. I think subtle is a little bit um, drastic. It's not subtle at all. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a nice sweet it's, taste. Yeah, it a fruity fruit fruity tones, but that aren't overwhelming. That it's that they're sour, but it's not subtle to where like you wouldn't even know there's blackberry. It's obviously right. blackberry, but it's not like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. I got what you were trying to say, but that's because I'm drinking the beer with you. Um, on Untapped, there are 1,795 uh, ratings with a 3.57 average. I've had one, two, three, four friends check this in, uh, three of which I'll read to you. Uh, Mike Taylor... Uh, he said, uh, wasn't, uh, this is, he hasn't of ginger balanced well with blackberry. So hasn't got enough ginger or wasn't ginger. I don't know what he's trying to say here. Yeah. I was trying to see like, I think it's like a spell check thing or whatever that autocorrect yeah. screwed him. And I'm trying to figure out what maybe that meant. Yeah. But he gave it a 325. Uh, Susan. Maybe hints, maybe hints of ginger. Oh yeah, maybe that would be hints of ginger. Yeah, maybe I can I can see that hints of ginger thing. Very, it's very faint. If it is hints of ginger, yeah, I guess that's what hints of ginger mean. <laughs> um, Susan gave it a three seventy five. She said, "When the kiddos ask to watch Thor Ragnarok, you pop some popcorn and cuddle on the couch and drink this beer." Apparently, uh, and kill a robot in that one. <laughs> yeah. There's I a killer robot in the first one. Yeah, there is. Um, Beer 47 said, a nice fruit, wheat, ginger, and blueberries, but it's not. It's blackberries. Uh, ginger <laughs> gives a little spiciness, but not overpowering good fruit flavor. That's what I was saying. Like it's, yeah, I feel the spiciness, but I don't know about ginger. That's all my friends. I, of course, checked this in, and so did you. Yeah, I got Dustin on here, and I also got Mick Beer. He gave it a three, but didn't say anything. You guys see anything globally on yours? Mm-mm. Uh Ben V said the blackberry and wheat finish just kind of works for me, but I still love Black Acre. So did he? <laughs> did it not work for him, or did it give it a score? It kind of sounded like it didn't work for him, but he still <laughs> likes Black Acre. Yeah. And he gave it a three and a half. Josh S said maybe it's tasty. Like, just kind of works. Just kind of works. Just kind of, yeah, maybe just kind of works, but not like really not working out as well as he would like. Uh, I was just going to say that um, 
I lost it. Hold on. Uh, it was a very weak comment, but it was just somebody said it was tasty and <laughs> gave it a four. Uh, I see a bunch of fours on here, which is nice. Yeah, I'm not seeing much. Just people saying, oh, oh this is a good, good one from Kelvin K. Blackberry is very natural and subtle with a nice creaminess from the wheat. Ginger is the most prevalent. Building an arc with Jeremy for the wedding. Let's go. Gave let's it a three, three quarter. Let's I go. Hate, I hate when people say let's go. It's like yes. a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I was going to say, you need to teach middle school boys every time they get something right. Let's go. Yeah. Or, or high school boys, freshmen do it too. Yes. But they still do that too. Let's go. I was like, go. shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I see people like put like LFG like all over social media for let's fucking go. And I'm like, I thought that was looking for girls. Shut up. Let's fucking shut up. <laughs> Larry F at Books and Brew said a little too sweet for a wheat. Gave it a four. Hmm. Sweet wheat. Sweet wheat. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to keep mine checking. Yeah, I was, I was thinking I'm going to keep mine too. I was debating. So, I checked it in at a 3.75, and I was debating um, bumping it up to a 4, but I think 3.75 is uh, pretty fair. I w- like, I, I, I'm getting the, the more I drink, I think the ginger's there, but it's very, very subtle. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the mix of the blackberry with the weed. It's pretty unique. This whole beer, the beer overall is really unique. I don't think I had anything like it, so that's the main draw for me is like i just like trying new different beers but it's it's if and if that's like something you you like doing i would suggest checking this one out but um it's not like something i'll go back to over and over again i don't think it's that caliber i just think it's a good change of pace yeah i am gonna keep my rating as well uh at the 375 got this at giacomo's uh, which is next door to Blackacre. Uh, I got it in August, and Blackacre wasn't open yet because uh, I had the fire and it burned down, and they were working on repairs. And so they're still brewing out of their other place, but we liked the pizza Giacomo, so we got it there. So I had it on tap, and I believe it was better on tap than it was in a can, and I still gave it a 375. Yeah. So. I just wish that maybe it was a little bit more crisper, you know, mm-hmm. for something that's ginger. I kind of think in crispier. Yeah. But all around, 100%. Try this again. Any type of variant yeah. of this, 100% try it again. So uh, what do you guys got? Oh, we have from Summit City Brewworks, we have Toast and Jam. Oh, oh sh- God, I love that. Dude. Shit is so good. Mm. It's so good. And this has been a long time coming ever since this one first came out. I've been waiting a long time to have this one on the show. Um, they finally started to can it this year. I'm so excited. Uh, Toast and Jam comes in at in Fort Wayne. I wanted to get it, but they did not have cans. I, was like, oh, I know. Then, then the next weekend they had them. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> nah, I just oh, missed it. Uh, it comes in at 5.5% ABV and no IBUs. Uh, it is known as an amber ale bruised with strawberry and coffee. Simple. Yet delicious. I added that last part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to type it into the front tap right now. 
um, the can that they came out with. I don't know if you guys have seen the label. Yeah, it's so awesome. Cool. This is a little little toast and jam. There's a little coffee, coffee cup. Though. They're jamming. Can I get that on t-shirts? I, really like I didn't notice that he was doing this. I just thought he was yeah. doing like, yay. <laughs> Reminds me of like uh, Invader Zim. Yeah. I remember that show. It looks like that artwork a little bit. <laughs> I can see that. But it's pretty cool. It's a clear label because I peeled it off for my board. So it's the actual silver that you see like here on the side of the can. It's just like this translucent looking. It's, it looks brown. Yeah. It's actually yeah. a silver can. As you can see underneath, so yeah, it's just like the red and dark red and brown that they put in it. It's really cool. Well, it looks brown on your card. Oh yeah, that's true. That's red. Sorry. No, the silver. Oh yeah, yeah, brown. yes, yes. When it's on the cardboard, yes, it is now brown. Oh, now brown cap. To me, the artwork reminds me of uh, that cartoon Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> oh yes, I can oh see yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that one too. Master yeah. Shakes over there. <laughs> The yes. milkshake and the fr- the French fries. I forgot about that. That's <laughs> lump of meat, meatball. But yeah, but... meatwad, meatwad. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carl the neighbor. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Uh great show. Anyway, um, it's an awesome can. I'm glad they finally put a little label to it. Um, so I've been looking forward to this for a long time. The color. The actual beer, it is an amber ale. Because of the strawberry that's added, I think it adds a little bit of a red, but mm-hmm. it blends right in with the amber anyway. So it's this golden kind of color, at least what I'm seeing. I know, obviously, on your screen, Yours looks black. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> dark night. Pales is a, little so Pales is a lot more accurate because you have mm-hmm. light in your room. I have a lamp yeah, right over here that's helping out. Uh, the only drawback I'm noticing is that in this can, um, there's a lot of leftover floaties of strawberry chunks and puree that I don't think was supposed to come through. Hmm. Um, but it adds a little extra strawberry kick, so I'm not going to complain. But I noticed that with these two sets of cans um, that I bought, I got these back at, I want to say, the Black Friday sale that they had going on. Um, so I picked up a couple of them. They just put them out not too long ago as well. And when I went there, they were sold out like within a day of this. Wow. So I know it goes away pretty quick, but it is on their regular rotation, which is amazing. And it's always my go-to there coming back after drinking and trying all sorts of their wonderful beers. I'd always end the night with a couple of pints of toast and juice. It used to be like every time I'd go there, there'd be 35 new beers to try. Yes. And now it's like the first 10 are the same every time. And yep, maybe that's their like 10 new beers. Yep. They're staples. What are you getting on nose, Pam? Nose? What color? Do you to- a lot of the toast. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We never finished the color. Huh. Yeah. Um, was, uh, sorry about see. that. I was going to say 25 just because of the episode we're on. I oh, that That's a good one. I was looking down here at 30. Is that Darth Vader? Yeah, yeah. that's Vader's. Vader's glow or whatever. Vader's stick. Vader's stick. <laughs> but I, I do like 25. I think that's more fitting for the the color. And it fits yeah. the episode really well, too. Agreed. It's Marty's future coat. I don't remember what the name of it was. <laughs> Marty McFly's Marty. coat in the future. So back to the nose pale, what'd you say? 
Uh, a lot of toast. A lot of toast. <laughs> With a hint of jam. Yeah, strawberry toast. A little hint of... Oh, jeez. My floaties are so prominent at the very top. Yeah, you could use a spoon and scoop all this shit out. It's like that is definitely like strawberry. Yeah, they're yeah, pink, it's... so it's strawberry puree in uh. the little bits. Um, I get... It's definitely fruity. You can smell the strawberry for sure. Uh, and a little bit of the coffee as well, I think, comes through. I feel like it's fitting that we have a strawberry or blackberry and strawberry back to back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just I just love this beer so much. I could smell it, turn this shit into a candle and light it. <laughs> drink the damn wax. It's so good. Burn your damn throat. It is like it's so freaking <laughs> so good. good. Taste it, pal. This would be a good morning brew for me. It's morning just get brown. the coffee. Yeah, we don't need morning brown. brown. Take a morning brew. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely sweetness up front. You get the strawberries. It ends with that coffee note. I mean, you do get hints that it is an amber ale that there's that nice flavor, but it's very sweet with the strawberry. And I will say it does rotate, like depending upon the batch that they make. Every one has been different. Sometimes it's more coffee heavy. Sometimes it's more strawberry. This one is clearly, I think, more strawberry forward. The fruit up front. Yep. Agreed. Um, but the coffee's in there. So it's like when I've ranked them in the past, I've checked it in at least twice. Um, the first one was like seven years ago in 2014. 2014. Yeah. Um, I, I think I only gave it a four then, but that was like the first time tasting it. And if I remember, I don't know if they had as much strawberry in it as like this one does. And I know when I had it again, I'm like, okay, there's more strawberry. And then there was a, like the, a good balance in between, but there's always something that would throw it off um, for me giving it a perfect score because I'm like, you know what? Every time I drink one of these, there's something different about it. So it's hard to get that consistency down. So I don't know how much, if they change the number of strawberries that they use, if they have strawberries that are in season. Yeah. I was going to say the um, strawberries might not be ripe every time or something right and then the amount of coffee and i mean i don't know but i'm so glad they have it on permanent rotation and it's delicious but if you don't like strawberries then this probably isn't your best choice but you're right pale it's like breakfast in a glass i don't like haven't they had and i love this beer so (laughs) oh oh really (laughs) i've never checked it in i've just checked in but this one and this. They've had this beer for like a while, haven't they? Well, he literally just said mm-hmm. 2014. I, w- I will say that um, when we were there, I think I checked. I checked it in the first time that I had it. Not the first time I had it. The last time that I was there, uh, June of 2020. No, that's not true. I guess I had it much, much later. Uh, in like when landing finally opened, mm-hmm. me and my wife went. We went with uh, her mom. Stepdad. Allison checked it in in 2019, so maybe you might have had it that time. No, I've had it then, too. I've had it in June of 2020. I had it back then. I've had it so many times. I had it when me and Keith went, just me and Keith, uh, a couple years ago. Uh, (laughs) But this last time, I was trying to tell a story here. Thank you very much. Uh, (laughs) This last time, we went (laughs) to the landing. It was all over the place. It was. um, (laughs) I was trying to help. 
Yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, November-ish, uh, maybe October, we went with uh, in-laws and then uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And uh, I ordered the toast and jam. It's the day that I got the, the Black is Beautiful from the mm-hmm. from them. And so I ordered one from them. And then Christy was like, oh, can I try that? I was like, yeah, sure. Here. She's like, oh, I need one. And then other people at the table were like, oh, what is this? And so I was passing my beer around. And by the time it got back to me, I was like, can I get another one? And <laughs> I have no beer left. Yeah. And so at the end of the night, I sort of the, cause I paid for, I paid for it. We had ordered other than with the other beers included, we had ordered 15 pints <laughs> toast and jam. of toast and jam. <laughs> and to wow. this, to this day, uh, brother-in-law goes to Summit City exclusively with a growler or a howler to get toast and jam. And he invited us to come up today because he was going to go get some of the cans from them. He probably bought all of them out because <laughs> yeah, I went there like today as well. <laughs> and they were all gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. No, Do it's the Scotch Strawberry. Yeah, I, I heard you mention that earlier because uh, that was the first one you and I had. I think we got a growler of that when they first opened, and it was amazing at the beginning because it was so strawberry heavy. That's why I yeah. loved it so much. And then we got it again, and then it was so scotch heavy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this actually tastes like a beer now, um, and not a strawberry shake. Um, so it has changed. I have not seen it on the menu in a long time. I feel like this kind of took its took that spot or something. Yeah, I think this kind of replaced it. Yeah, that's when they started to get on their uh, coffee kick, and now everything they have is coffee. That is true. I just picked up two more that we'll probably have on some future episodes. Some imperial coffees I just picked up. I'm or an episode this. of Anime by Volume. That is true. Because hmm. as that Pale knows, I dropped off quite a few beers for you, so we can get started on that. <laughs> I have what, like eight or nine new beers now <laughs> that will, yeah, we're planning a couple episodes uh, next month to get us started. So we got, we got the content there. We just now got to write it up and get it recorded. So for people that aren't in the know, Anime Bo- Volume, is that the name that you're going with? I don't know. Uh, sure. <laughs> I love good. it. I love the name. I think we should uh, keep it. That's the offshoot spinoff podcast a la Drinking Geek OST of where uh, Keith and Pale are going to review or talk about anime, different anime, and drink beer. It's one branch of the geeky world we haven't really mm-hmm. touched. We don't talk about yet. much here. Yeah. And there's a really good chance we'll have a guest on that podcast. That is true. So, but Keith, from what Keith tells me. Yes, he knows more about anime than I do. I'm pretty sure I introduced him to anime way back in the day. So I have created a monster. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, it, stick tuned to our Instagrams or whatever. Promote that more. But this is yeah. a little sneaky plug that I'm going to put in here for that. <laughs> yeah. Now back to the beer. Uh, 644 ratings, giving it a 3.73 rating. Uh, I noticed that there's no IBU, so you're playing the game. Uh, <laughs> I have had several friends check this in. Going to skip the first one. Going to skip the second one. 
my wife had it. She gave it a four and a half. She loved it. Uh, gonna skip that one too because it's Keith. So the only person <laughs> I could read is my wife. I got also got cat. Oh, cat! Yeah. Five. Oh, nice. Cat gives everything fives. Hey, I love yeah. it. <laughs> the uh, rest are either Dustin Pale or Keith. <laughs> Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a Fort Wayne beer. We can't really <laughs> expect all of our Indianapolis connections to, you know, try them. But you'd be surprised. Mr. Gone V6 has gone up to Fort Wayne for at least two yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug D gave it a three and a half. He said, roast malt and fruit up front. Good strawberry notes. Roasty coffee coming through to a sweet, clean finish. Surprisingly good at a three and a half. You can fuck off with your surprisingly thing. You didn't like it. <laughs> uh, Michelle H said nothing, but she gave it a four and seven five. Uh, Tyler S said smooth, a nice balance between the strawberry and coffee flavors to give it a legit toast and jam taste. Give it a four. Tastes like burnt toast and jam. Not too bad. Three seventy five. Uh, Philip says incredible, well balanced coffee and strawberry flavors. I've had this before. But not this good. No wonder it's a mainstay here. He gave it a five. Preach. Kara W says, probably one of my top five favorite beers. So I gave it a four and a half. My top five, five favorite beers usually have a five out of five. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm too. Uh, Martin, I can see why this is most popular. It's fruity and I can almost taste the bread. Well, drink harder, you fuck. You gave it a four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you're not tasting bread you're tasting toast two separate products jesus christ um walter oh checked it in and gave it a 4.75 and there's a picture of iron spider man whatever his name is and then about seven minutes later <laughs> he checked it in again and he says all right all right it's a five-star beer <laughs> and he gave it five <laughs> Good man. <laughs> Pale, you want to check yours in? Or stick with yours? Change it up? I don't think I'm going to check it in again, but... I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not going to check it in, but I'm going to just stick with my rating. If you want me okay. to go first? Yeah. This time? What you got? Yep. What he's I, gave it a, I gave it a four and a half. And um, so this... So, like Keith was saying, like, the the batches are, like, a little bit different each time. Um, when I was trying to get at when I was talking about how long has Summit City been doing this, um, I didn't check this in until January of 2020, I believe. Mm-hmm. I finally, like, I think I had tried it previously, but I wasn't on untapped yet, so there was, I didn't need to, didn't know how to check it in or didn't do it. And then January of last year, um, I think we went out one night and yep. I got, I got caught up on like a bunch of their stuff. Yeah, that was that's you, that's you in the background of my post. <laughs> oh yeah, I got my uh, stick figure shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got caught up on a bunch of their stuff. I think I and I got two flights that night and maybe like two separate tasters. So I ended up with like what ten beers I tried that night, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, so the one... How many peanut butter pretzels did you eat? Uh, Bob joined us later. He bought like three or four (laughs) for himself and then one for Pale. I like two, I believe, that night. 
Oh, it was so good. It was like perfect with the strawberry, the toast oh, yeah. and jam. Yeah, I know. It was perfect. It's like the best combination. <laughs> I just can't help myself. I, I order at least two hot dogs. Oh, so <laughs> they do have yeah, pretty hot good, dogs are amazing. They have a pretty good menu. And mm-hmm. but this hungry. one is more strawberry forward for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was more um, toast. More of the toast. It was more of a balance between the strawberry and the toast, I thought. Um, which this one's still not bad, but I don't want to change my rating because I know how amazing this beer is. Uh, this just probably not the best batch they've done, but still very very enjoyable. I, uh, it's like it could it's really good in, in the mornings. I I feel like I would need to just mornings. get the coffee and go in the mornings. <laughs> When I let my life go and start drinking <laughs> every morning, <laughs> I'm turning to toast and jam. Um, for me, now you may be wondering, Keith, you say you love this beer. Why is it not a five? It's a great question. Because as I said earlier, every time I drink this, I feel like it's a different flavor. Like right now, as you just said, Pale, this one is more strawberry up front. It's strawberry forward, definitely. And the thing that's stopping me this time are these damn floaties. <laughs> I've been picking them out with my tongue as I'm <laughs> drinking oh, this bad. beer in the chunks. I'm like, this should not be this way. Cause I look at my previous post pictures, everybody else's picture on untap. There ain't shit flying in the glass. Um, and I need to drink these up. They're pretty old anyway. And, um, so the floaties is what's stopping me this time. And I don't think I have found quite that perfect, perfect balance. Cause I think some of those other ones that I had, were um either too coffee not enough strawberry um and it i don't know i haven't found like that perfect perfect blend but i will always drink this beer i always get it whenever i go to kind of compare it i think my problem is is that i end the night with it so after drinking all those heavy other beers that i have it's probably fucked my palate up so i don't know i think next time i go i'm just going to start with this and uh it will get a five one day I know it well, but I always find one little thing that always throws it off and I'm like, eh. but I will drink this forever. If I had one beer to drink the rest of my life, this would be it. <laughs> this would be it. If I was forced to drink one beer, this would be the one. So I'm going to stick with a 4.75. The floaties is what kind of stopped it from me So that this time. The first time you checked it in was December 2014 and mm-hmm. I was with you because I looked at my check-ins from December 2014 <laughs> and I had Scotch strawberry and a strawberries and cream. So I guarantee I've also drank this one, but I did not check this one in and I still have not checked this one in. <laughs> so next time I go to summit city, I'm definitely checking this one in. Yes. And maybe that will be my elusive five. for this. <laughs> yes. Great beer. In fact, I'm almost out. I have one more in the fridge. I think I'm going to go just drink it right now. Puppy up tonight. I'm almost done. Keith, maybe if you put the peanut butter pretzels in the beer, that would maybe bring it, bring it to a five. Oh, that could. I didn't think <laughs> don't, go, that. don't go like Oreos. I do have pretzels there, and peanut know. butter. Ooh. <laughs> All right, let's get to the topic of this episode. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, wait. I don't think we picked IBUs. Oh, God. sorry. Play your game. Play your IBUs game. IBUs for this beer. I'm going to go with 10. Ten. Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> it's sweet. This one is sweet, and it's Cloverfield Light, and it's on this list. Twelve and monkeys is, so is also there. Nine. 
And 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. But this one is Strawberry Fort. It's very sweet. There's hardly any bitterness, pale, unless you disagree with me, but I don't think there's a whole lot of bitterness to this. It's Ready sweet. Player One is also... <laughs> <laughs> it's not that... <laughs> it Let's, does taste yeah. like beer. Ten. We're never going to get Ready Player One. I know, unfortunately. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I'd like to invite you guys to check out our Thread the Shop. We have two new COVID-19 t-shirt designs up there. Uh, my fa- personal favorite is the We Are Here Together. I ordered this t-shirt and cannot wait till it arrives. I'll wear it the day I get it, and I'll probably wear it as long as it's clean until the day it shreds apart. Uh, it is your favorite Digo hosts wearing our protective uh, equipment, our personal protective equipment. Uh, the design was meant to include all types of PPE that people are using in this time of need. Uh, anything from uh, goggles to shields to handkerchiefs, uh, anything like that. Uh, we like to represent everybody and anybody who's using those type of things. Uh, the proceeds of this t-shirt sale uh, for both designs will be going 100% towards the No Kids Hunger Foundation. Uh, we at Drinking Geek Out appreciate the ongoing support and we would like to give back to the community uh so go over to threadless.com slash uh drink in uh geek out to check out the designs uh especially the two new designs uh that are we are here together and anything related to covid uh your support would be fantastic and the community will love you uh so i appreciate your time thank you very much and signing out drink up and geek out the top 100 science fiction movies aka sci-fi movies how do we want to do this just jump to ones we've all seen or just kind of or at least three yeah let's do at least (laughs) three out of four that that sounds pretty good this list will be small do number 100 and then we should mention number 100 maybe i don't know well, Since the top 100, maybe we should say what the I number mean, 100 is. We could name them and just say, hey, okay. Pale's yeah. seen this movie. Great. Here's the next one. Pale's seen this one, too. I don't know. And then at three least out of four, we, we just talk a little bit about them. it and then move on. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Number yeah. 10. Number 10. <laughs> 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 he just wants to get this episode over with. You know, I'm... <laughs> I'm super jealous. I want to drink that other toasted jam tea. But I know, me too. I'm on my way. <laughs> it's so snowy. I know. I think I got one chairman meow left. I should drink it. I'm gonna I have a couple beers that I'm gonna drink too, but I'm probably gonna edit tonight, so um, our blocks are all different locations. I have Saf down here, Dustin's over here, Pale's in the corner. Dustin's uh, up here, and then <laughs> Saf is to it. my right. We'll just go with what we did for Mario. Andrew, Keith, Dustin, Pale. Andrew, Keith, Dustin, Pale. Got it. So our number 100 movie is The Host, which is a 20, or 2007 Hong Kong or Korean movie or something. And Pale has seen it. Any comments? Like it, dislike it? Been sent, I, I did like it. I, it's a good monster movie. Uh, I think I saw it 2008. Too many comments. Maybe. <laughs> just a quick because you're the only one that's seen it just like it or dislike it and I liked it okay um, from what Quiet I remember Quiet Place is number 99 which I do want to see that 
That is a great movie. I'll just say that. That is with the is the dialogue was so like minimal in that movie, but just like the whispering and like the eye the eye to eye, like, you know, do this, do that, you know, be quiet. It was very good. <laughs> speaking with your eyes without saying too much. Say yeah, John speaking Krasinski's with your eyes. Krasinski's a, a genius at that. So Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> a really, really good movie. The next <laughs> ninety eight we have Force Awakens, which we've all seen, so this one we can take a little more time on. Don't know if it deserves to be on this list, to be honest, but I no. I did enjoy the movie, but I don't think it's, it's the top a retelling of the new yeah. of a new hope. So yeah, it's the first Star Wars movie all over again. Yep. Uh, the critics say packed with action and populated by both familiar faces and fresh blood, the Force Awakens successfully recalls the series' form glory while injecting it with renewed energy. I feel like but it had a lot later shit. A lot of potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's the problem. I think it was a good kind of, okay, this getting, bringing people back in after the prequels, and it could have led to something better. And then the series kind of petered out in, mm. with the other two movies because there was no forethought into what was next. Okay. 97, Repo Man. 96 is Starship Troopers, which mm-hmm. Dustin and I both saw. Yep. And uh, it's a Paul Verhoeven movie, so it is very similar to RoboCop, which is also on this list later, I feel like. If you watch those two back-to-back, it makes a good kind of double feature. Except you don't, you don't see boobies in RoboCop. Nah. Yeah, you do. Do you? Yeah. What's, what scene do you see boobies in RoboCop? <laughs> it's a pretty funny scene. Uh, these three hooligans try to rape someone on an alleyway, and then RoboCop comes and shoots their dicks off. <laughs> Good for fucking RoboCop. Yeah, I think I've only I, I forget the boobies. I think I've only seen like edited RoboCop movies. Oh, you probably only seen like made for TV. Uh, yeah. They, so, yeah, same with me. I've seen the Star Trek Troopers, where my stepfather would. Uh, re you know, fast forward through the shower scenes in Starship <laughs> Troopers. Uh, next we have ninety five is Fifth Element, which everybody but Keith has seen. Visually, uh, I guess I don't know that, but I I really like that movie. It was it's great. I don't. Gary Oldman's fantastic in it. He's fantastic in everything. He That's just true. Like melts into any role. Yeah, it's definitely worth seeing. If you if if you take away any movie on this list you haven't seen, Fifth Element is a movie to watch. It's probably not. It doesn't hold up now, maybe like it did ninety seven, but it's still a pretty good movie to watch. If you're in a Bruce, you'll fall in love with you'll fall in love with Mila Djokovic for sure. Like her character is so like charming and innocent and amazing. (laughs) So it's very definitely worth watching. The (laughs) multipass. Next, 94, is V for Vendetta, mm-hmm. which everybody but Keith has seen. This should be a staple. Oh. Never mind. I've seen this one. You did? Oh, sweet. I fucked up the whole list. <laughs> oh, Keith. It's 21 movies, Keith. It did. <laughs> yep. I'm up. Uh, since we all seen it, I will read this. Visually stunning and thought-provoking, V for Vendetta, political uh, pronouncements may rile some, but its story and Impressive set pieces will nevertheless entertain. It was just one of those movies. Like when I I started college, 
uh, my freshman year was 2006. And so this was one of like staples in the dorm for everyone to watch, you know, can we, can we get it downloaded via the DC plus plus or whatever? Can we get it? And like, everyone just sat around watching it and all that stuff. So that's how, where I got it. It's based on like a graphic novel or something. And it, Mm -hmm. I think it really changes what a comic book movie can be. It doesn't just have to be a superhero story or anything. Mm-hmm. Next up, 93, we have Dread. Everybody but Keith again. Unless Keith has seen it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I fell uh, this asleep. This is like the remake of Judge Dread. Yeah, I fell asleep halfway through it. I, I like Judge Dread better than this one, but... No, I really like yeah, this movie. Same. I thought this movie could have had a sequel, honestly. It's like... um. Ah, oh, shit. That Korean movie where he like goes floor by floor Korean people. Uh, I can't remember the name of it at the top of my head, but um, I just really like the graphics in this movie, and I thought uh, it, it's underrated. I don't know. It's maybe. very violent, though. Yeah, it, it might have been like one of those. I watched it too late. I fell asleep in my chair watching it before it started yeah. getting good type of thing. Yeah, it does. It, there's a slow burn at the beginning, but then it's just like action action mm-hmm. and there's like a drug that's like makes people move in slow motion so there's like a bunch of slow motion action uh gun shootout scenes oh so it was directed by uh snyder basically <laughs> <laughs> but yep. the uh slow motion actually makes sense it's not just like oh this punch is slow but this punch is fast <laughs> <laughs> right uh, 92, we have the brother from another planet. Nothing I've ever heard of. And 91, the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, which I have heard of, but I've never ever seen. Same. Mainly because of Jeff Goldblum. I'm a huge Jeff Goldblum stan. Yes. And Peter Weller is Robocop, so mm-hmm. I am interested. Moving on on our list of unknowns that none of us have seen. Yeah, Number 90. We have World on a Wire from 1973, starring no one. You didn't it, fill this one out. No, it, that's the information I was given. I, I don't know if it's a documentary <laughs> or if they don't know who was in it or what, but there's no director or no uh, actors. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, completely unknown. Moving on. Number 89, we have Dark City from 1998. Kiefer Sutherland, really? Did not know that. No clue. Moving on. 88. We have Under the Skin from 2014. And Saf, you have seen this one. It's... I don't think I finished it. I saw most of it. I got the gist. And you see Scarlett Johansson's titties in it. Which Ooh! It. <laughs> Let me write this one down. What's this guy? Write that Under down. The skin. Thank you. But Thank it you is so much for the weirdest movie <laughs> I've ever seen. And I cannot recommend the movie unless you want to see her titties. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do. <laughs> they are nice. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Moving on. Number 87. <laughs> we have The Man Who Fell to Earth from 1976. Bowie. And nobody saw this. But David Bowie is in this. And Rip Tom. Or Rip Torn. Rip Torn. It's Rip Torn. <laughs> I'm rip, far away from corn. my screen right now. So I'm like, Rip Corn. Rip Corn. <laughs> rip Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to 86, we have The Fly, which coincidentally was also made in 1986. It's and on my Zach, list. You've seen The Fly. 
It's on my list. Oh, 100% recommend this movie. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis. Oh, yeah. It's very gross, like him turning into a fly. But it's so... For being made in 86, it looks so realistic. But it's it's definitely (laughs) (laughs) vomit-inducing. Put it on the Plex. It is. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I I, I have it. It's just, it's on my list. I just haven't gotten to it. But I downloaded it in October for, like, scary and creepy movies. I mean, David Cronenberg's excellent at those visual creepy movies. And this is, like, his pinnacle, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Moving on to number 85, we have Cloverfield from 2008. And me, Pale, and Saf have seen this one. Dustin, I can't believe you haven't seen this. I'm not a big fan of horror films. It's not really a horror film. I, it, it was so felt more like a Godzilla movie. It was yeah, it's more Godzilla ish. It was sold to me as a horror film, so I'd never bothered to take a look at it. Um, I think it's one of those handheld cam like mm-hmm. found footage movies. Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, uh, but it's about like Godzilla. If what if Godzilla was real? Even though it's not Godzilla, but it's that sort of feeling. It's not really scary. Yeah, ending kind of sucked though. But I heard, yeah. I just read mm-hmm. yesterday they're making a sequel. Like they've done Clover two more, but one that's yeah. directly tied to this one. They've done. <gasps> they found uh, another tape. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be one <laughs> oh, of somebody else taped <laughs> from another perspective. But jeez, uh, they're not going to do the handheld. It's going to be like a movie. Okay, good. It's like 300 where there you have the 300 and the rise of the empire yeah. or whatever. It's like basically the going along the same storyline. All right. Moving on to number 84 on our list. And I'm actually surprised this is at 84. I thought this would be a little bit higher, but we have men in black from 1997. And of course we've all seen that one. Oh man. I love that movie. Watching it's such a good movie. It really is. But watching it again, I don't know. It, I don't know. Yeah. It probably doesn't hold up, but. At the time, yeah, it was like, fantastic. Just Will Smith carries yeah. that movie so mm-hmm. well. Yeah, definitely. Read that little sentence real quick. Oh yeah, uh, critics' consensus says thanks to a small script, spectacular set pieces, and charismatic performances from its leads, Men in Black is entirely satisfying summer blockbuster hit. Agreed, and it spawns like four sequels, even though none of them live up to the first one. No way. Moving on to number 83 on the list is Tron from 1982. And Saf, you're the only one that's seen Tron. I can't believe I'm the only one that's seen it. I've seen the newer ones. I've seen it more than one. There is only one. No, the... There's Tron Legacy. Yeah, the Disney... I saw that one. The Disney one in like 2012. I've seen that. Yeah. Mm. You got to see the first one first. (laughs) Like It's a direct sequel. (laughs) How do you understand what's going on? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Okay. <laughs> I was confused too. Um, <laughs> the first one is also. I just I, I like the soundtrack. That's why I watched it. I like the soundtrack of Legacy. I I think Tron is incredible because of the budget, the time period, and all that. It's just inc- and the forethought. Like it kind of invents the internet in this movie, so that that's why I think it deserves to be on this list, maybe even higher. But it is kind of a 
kind of confusing movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely better than Bumblebee, but I haven't seen Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, good segue. Coming in at number 82, we have Bumblebee from 2018, which is a spinoff of all these Transformer movies. Yep. That are all the same. I will say, this movie is better than any of the Wahlbergs Transformers. <laughs> Those are bad. Is it better? I totally than agree that? with that. The Labouf. It's number two or number three. Like the first Transformer, I would say is the best of the Transformers. I'll watch that anytime. Then potentially it's the Bumblebee. Then you know, Dark of the Moon or Revenge of the Fallen, whatever. But Bumblebee's pretty good. It's so disconnected, but it's 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 totally better. Than any of the Wahlburgers. Interesting one to me because it's not just. A it's actually a really good story. Yeah, like it's not just funny. a bunch of mm-hmm. fucking robots like beating the shit at each other How and like destroying. <laughs> yeah, you just remove Michael Bay from it and actually put like a good story and like have a good relationship with Bumblebee and Haley Steinfeld's character and like it, you just like you feel more from this movie and it's more enjoyable and john cena wasn't that obnoxious wrestler actor he's just a normal dude in this movie mm-hmm. as a bad guy bad guy fbi agent but it wasn't like obnoxious <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying right where like wrestlers are obnoxious when they're acting yeah like the rock well he's an outlier he is fantastic <laughs> all right moving rock on his <laughs> abilities uh, yeah to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Start. Coming in at number 81, we have Independence Day from 1996. And, of course, we've all seen this one, and I thought this one would be higher because should be top I 10. still love to watch this movie today. It should be top 10. I'll be fucking honest. Yeah. It should be Thank way, you. way higher. <clears throat> I think it's this great movie. I love this movie, but it's like really campy, and it owes a lot to the movies that are in the top 10 because it kind of like retreads those same waters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a, such a fun movie to watch. The, this movie, so like, iconic. I just so top twenty. This movie should be spoiler alert yeah, higher than oh, Aliens too. Like easy. Nah, yeah. Aliens two is way better. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And there is no Aliens two. Aliens two is called Alien. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> this movie is fantastic. It is. I think it's my first like Jeff Goldblum movie. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And like this and Jurassic Park, like right back to back. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. mm. I wasn't allowed to watch Jurassic Park in the beginning. Yep. Same. Hated that. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're on Dustin. All right. Number 80, Barbarella, 1968, with Jane Fonda. Uh, nobody's seen. No idea what it is. Never heard of it. Uh, number 79, and this is a cult classic that I was excluded for through high school, so I resented even trying to watch it. Donnie mm-hmm. Darko came out in 2001. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Drew Barrymore, and I believe Seth Rogen's in it as a very small part. Just odd fact. Um, <laughs> the three of you have seen it. I have not seen it. Like I said, I was excluded in very many high school parties who watched it, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to watch it. Yeah, it was like one of movie night thing. Yeah, this was Saf's movie nights. This is where I first got to know him. 
<laughs> we'd come over and, and you and Nathaniel were so obsessed with this damn movie. And I'm I like, loved, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I loved it the first time I saw it. I freaking hate this movie so much now. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> why did I love it so much? I, I, I can tell you why I loved it. There is time travel in it. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Pale, were is, you? it's ridiculous. Were you over there when we watched this one? I think we watched it. At I don't think so. It was at Brickers, I so this was before your invite, probably. This is before you guys put soap on my face or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> soap. It was lipstick. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait hold on. Lipstick. Hold on. This was at Brickers before his invite to his cousin's house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't hang out with, <laughs> no, we didn't hang out with I guess. Pale until Daniel started inviting you. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah, what just, the hell's up with that? I can't get it. Your <laughs> own cousin didn't invite you. Cousin's house. <laughs> <laughs> he was worried I would steal you guys away like I did. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk to him. Yeah, you guys are mine now. You're all mine. <laughs> Where do I fall in this? All right. Uh... <laughs> Dustin, I am curious if uh, if you have a chance to watch it, if you would like it or not. I, I'll check it out. I have it. Um, mainly because I was trying to get Seth Rogen movies and he's credited, so I got it. But I don't know, maybe the pains of high school bullying will prevent me from watching it. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, number 78, Pacific Rim. This is probably in the line of what Keith was saying about a lot of these movies where he's seen parts of it, but didn't end up like seeing it sit down. This movie is like, it's on the telly. I saw it, but little bits of it. I'm surprised Keith hasn't seen it being a, uh, Godzilla guy. Yeah, I think this one reminded me too much of like um, Transformers, Power Rangers. Oh, Power Rangers! Yeah, because it, it, it was like a Megazord yeah. battle, and that kind of turned me off. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like adult Power Rangers? Ah. And I, I never did check it out. Guillermo del Toro pulled me in because I like Hellboy and uh, that all of his Spanish movies. That I can't name off the top of my head. Pain's Labyrinth is one oh, of them. Oh, yes. Ah, oh, forgot about but, that movie. So, uh, uh, his visually, a stunning movie. It's a dumb plot, but visually it's stunning, and I think it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I plan on watching it. I have both that and the sequel on my list. Uh, Idiocracy. Uh, number 77, Idiocracy. Uh, this was recommended to me by a friend, and I just hadn't gotten around to it. But looking at the cast, I really want to. My Rudolph I mean, is if you've been really big fan. In the past couple of years, you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> just look outside. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. Just go to the store and look look around. <laughs> I take that as your uh, review for the movie. All right, moving on. <laughs> I, 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 a good movie in two thousand six, but since it came true, I don't know if it'll be yeah. as fun to watch. Right. Uh, number 76, Fahrenheit 451. I've read the book, so I didn't try to watch the movie. Ray Bradbury, fantastic writer. I just don't know how well it would have translated. It kind of reminded me of what like a book burning uh, movie like Indiana Jones movie with the oh, Nazis yeah. burning books and mm-hmm. stuff. It's very similar to that concept. Uh, this is in 66, so it's very pretty much pro-Nazi probably. I did like Bray Bradbury's novel, and I thought about watching it. Plus, there's a remake now with uh, Michael B. Jordan, right, as is the it, main character. Does it come out? I thought so. Um, I Yeah, I remember hearing about it. I just didn't know if, if it ever made it. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, number 75 is Demolition Man. The movie came out in 1993 with uh, Sly and Wesley Snipes. Uh, Palin Saf has seen this. I think I've seen it, but I I couldn't tell you if I did, so I didn't mark it. It's a still love it. Great, (laughs) great Wesley Snipes movie too. It is. It's one of it. Really is it? it, Yeah, I think it's his best role. Is it better than Blade? Better than Blade Trinity. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're asking. (laughs) (laughs) Not better than Blade. Yeah, I kind of forgot he was Blade. Yeah, it's not better than Blade. Thank you. Or Blade 2. Thank you. Blade 2 is iffy. But <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Blade 2 is only debate on Blade 2. So I give it a pass. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> I, I could just think of the thing. What are you, a fucking vampire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you recommend Demolition Man? Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I still enjoy watching it. But I don't know if it's because of nostalgia or because... I'll just uh, agree to disagree on nostalgia. All right. Number 74, <laughs> A Scanner Darkly. Very weird title. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Robert Downey Jr., Woody Harrelson, and Winona Ryder probably blowing each other. Because that's what movies are in now <laughs> these days. I don't remember the plot of the movie, but it's the first rotoscoped movie, which means it's... They act the whole movie and then they paint over it, so it's an animated movie. But they it it's these actors, and it was really cool visually. But I don't remember what happened in the movie at all. All right, uh, number seventy three, Source Code. Sounds like something that I should have seen, but I haven't. Two thousand eleven, Jake Gyllenhaal. I need to rewatch this movie. I really liked it at the time. I can't remember what it happens like in the end, but it's. Jake Gyllenhaal wakes up on this train and he keeps like waking up. It's one of those groundhog type movies. He keeps waking mm-hmm. up and reliving the same day over and over. Uh, 72, The Abyss, 1989 with Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth. Uh, James Cameron movie. We're going to mention it when we talk about our top uh, directors. Uh, James Cameron is top when it comes to, uh, I think, my favorite uh, sci-fi but we haven't seen that movie, so moving on to a movie that most of us have seen. We probably should watch it because it's James Cameron. Uh, number mm-hmm. 71 is Rise of the Planet of the Apes. This is the uh, James Franco when he wasn't high movie. Yeah. <laughs> or cancel. Uh, or cancel. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, one, this one is, uh, again, in the lines of seeing bits and pieces of it, but I think I see at least have seen... 75% of the movie, so I'm good with confidently saying that I've seen all of it. Um, cause slow parts kind of, you know, make up most of the movie these days. Yeah. It's a really good reboot, uh, unlike the Mark Wahlberg one. I, the thing is, I enjoyed the Mark Wahlberg one, but I, I thought this one was better. I didn't like the Woody Harrelson one later, but. Is that the third one? Yeah. The, th- like the 2017 version or yeah. 16 version. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're diminishing returns after this one. I think this one's... I, I like all of the newest ones, but yeah, I think this one's better, the best, and then they kind of get worse as they go. All right. Uh, number 70, Altered States, 1980, with William Hurt, Blair Brown. None of us have seen it. I've never heard of it. Uh, number 69, Predestination... From 2015, Ethan Hawke. Uh, not heard of this one either. 
Uh, number 68, They Live from 1988. Uh, Keith, or sorry, Saf, you've seen it? Did you like yes. it? Uh, I think it's amazing. It's a great John Carpenter, like alien, kind of spooky, uh, not really spooky, kind of an action-y movie. Uh, there's a point in the movie where Roddy Piper and Keith David fight, and it's like a 10-minute long <laughs> like fist fighting scene trying to get Roddy Piper is trying to get the guy to put on sunglasses <laughs> because <laughs> uh, when you put on the sunglasses you see alien like everybody looks normal until you put on sunglasses that you can see alien like they're actually aliens underneath but mm-hmm. uh, there's a great episode of South Park where Timmy and Jimmy <laughs> fight and it's like a shot for shot remake of the fight oh, scene with Roddy Piper. <laughs> yes. oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, but yeah, I recommend that movie. It's like a cheesy movie, but it's definitely fun to watch. Uh, 67 seconds uh, and from 1966. Rock Hudson Salome Jan- Jens. <laughs> Nobody's seen it. So we're moving on. Number 66. Soylent Green from 1973. Charlton Heston. Uh, nobody's seen it. It's on my I list. For you. Uh, Soylent Green is people. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. It's like what they eat in the future, but it turns yeah. out to be people. And, and that's all I know about. They've actually, released, uh, <sighs> they've actually released health supplements and diet plans with Soylent Green as like a like a dietary thing you just drink soy and green for all three of your meals and you're good for whatever <laughs> but these days it's not people but in 73 it was people but it was a charleston heston movie so or charlton or carlton heston charlton, movie charlton. so it was probably super like sexy you know pro gun <laughs> yeah and sexy number 65 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea mm-hmm. from 1954. feel like we should, yeah, put, this would be a movie we all need to see, too. Yeah. I, I've started it. Ones. I've started it, but it was so old. In... <laughs> so old. It was so boring. And I thought, like, I thought Bond was so old, but this is like... <laughs> No, but like Bond had (laughs) Bond had action and boobies. This one just boring. (laughs) There's 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 no boobies and I fell asleep. So so (laughs) my my uh my my Disney Plus says, Yeah, I've watched it, or my Plex says, Yeah, I've watched it. I like, no, I did I didn't fucking watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I fell sleeping. Yeah. Netflix counts more than two minutes. Of watching as a watch. Yeah. So, yes. If you've seen the first two minutes of a movie, you've watched you it. I've watched it. 64, The Hunger Games 2012. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, Liam Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Uh, we've all seen it, but Saf. Mm-hmm. No What's up with that, Saf? I don't care. <laughs> it was like too high. so good. You gotta read the books, too. Yeah, the books, the books are really good. I'm reading the prequel right now. The, oh, that's right. That came out. I have not read that yet. Mm-hmm. Is it good so far? Yeah, so far. Uh, basically, it's the story of Cornelius Snow. Or Corner, Corner, mm-hmm. Corner, Copia Snow. Yeah. So, it's not, it's not bad. I like it. So far. Nice. Yeah, I like the whole I like the whole series. It's 
very very uh, good to watch. Yeah, it was like, super I... popular that year, and I was just like not interested because <laughs> of how mm-hmm. popular it was. I am pretty much over Jennifer Lawrence, but I thought it was a pretty good still you know story, especially since I've read it before it came. Like I watched some of these, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's one of it those seems things. like at this time there was so many like uh, Maze Runners and Harry Potter, like all these mm-hmm. movies kind of seemed Twilight. Yeah. They all seem like the same to me. And then I just lost interest. Yeah, it's all like teen movies. It sounds like it, and it, you're probably accurate. I just chose Hunger Games instead of Twilight. I did right. see Maze Runner. If that counts right. <laughs> I didn't see any Maze Runner, so I chose Hunger Games over Maze Runner. Say so they killed people in this one, so. I chose Maze Runner because it's it was survived. not popular. Maze Runner was not bad. I still I think it was But bad. then, I, I don't st- think I saw the second or third one, but yeah. the first one was, like, cool. Them, like, being stuck in that, yeah. behind that wall or whatever. Yeah, I didn't watch those because I didn't read them. I plan on reading it, I just didn't, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. All right, move on. Yep, uh, 63, Avatar, 2009. 2009. 2009 with Zoe Saldana, Sam Worthington, Sigourney Weaver. It's another James Cameron epic film. We've all seen it. Wasn't loved a, it, probably. Nope. nope. Wasn't a fan. I do not like that movie at all. Was not was not a fan. I don't like it. I don't know why why people enjoy this movie. I remember when it was over, like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> They're doing three more sequels. It's like, who still like, cares why? about this franchise? <laughs> who greenlit all these sequels? So the the because the aliens are here. The everything like the funny part about Avatar was he had written this and he was ready to go, like back in two thousand, but the technology wasn't there yet. Yeah. So they tabled it, and when the uh, the technology was there, it just fell short. Like, I think the visually, uh, like the technology is looks. I mean, it looked good at the time. I haven't rewatched it yeah. since. I, I think they, I watched it like this year. Good. Yeah, is not good mm-hmm. now. I probably not, but I think at the time it looked good. Mm-hmm. Just the story was, it's been done. It's Pocahontas. It's uh, Fern yeah. Gully. It's We've seen it before. Like, there's no story that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Fern Gully, 100% rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen it one time when it came out, so I don't really have a lot to... I don't really have and a lot like to say about it. Like, it, Yeah, I think... I feel like going back to watch it, I would just be like, why is it gonna be so long? And it's nothing, Falsely. like, new that we've ever seen before. And It took me four days to watch it. <laughs> oh like, my <laughs> once they started flying i was like oh wait there's more like we sarah and i were watching i was like isn't this oh like i thought this was the end and now now they learned to fly and now there's like another two hours what yeah <laughs> we just like we wrapped it up and then there was a tree that they had right. to protect i was like what the fuck are you? they had to plug their tails into it or some shit yes yeah. and then i'm like is this the matrix <laughs> <laughs> Plug into the tree. <laughs> it's like he stole a bunch of like ideas from yeah. other movies and was like, okay, let's just throw this all together and it, it, I'm going to just make one big movie with stealing all these ideas and here we go. All right. I will not be watching Avatar 2, Avatar 2 and move on. Okay, 62 Minority Report from 2002. 
love Tom it. Cruise movie. Um, I, <laughs> I don't do remember like a movie. whole lot about it. I love it. I've seen it a couple of times. And I love it. I think it's a really good, uh, really well done. As I love it. I got this confused with another movie. I thought it was like the Catch Me If You Can. I love I that movie too. Minority Report was so. I'm like, wait, is this the one? And I look and I'm like, wasn't that DiCaprio? I'm like, oh, this is not the same movie. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like two, two totally different movies. <laughs> Minority <laughs> Report has pre. I, I, I love. I, I love that movie. Uh, Catch Me If You Can way better than this movie, and I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do prefer Catch Me If You Can. Oh my gosh! Uh, do you guys want you guys want to hear a knock knock <laughs> joke? Yeah, knock knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Catch me can. My favorite. Oh, is it Christopher Walken? Uh, Leo DiCaprio's dad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Okay, move on. Sixty-one Alphaville from nineteen sixty-five. Hmm. Never heard of it? Never. I've heard of it, but no interest. You're thinking of Alpha Dog with Justin Timberlake. Oh, you're right. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I think we're back to me now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. And Them is number 60. Came out in 54. In 59, Videodrome. Uh, it came out in 83. 58, we've got Snowpiercer, the 2014 Chris Evans movie that is now an HBO or a TBS TV series starring TNT, I think. TNT, yeah. They know drama. One TNT. Of them. Uh, Davi Diggs from Hamilton. I really like Oh, was he the lead? Yeah. Is he um, the same character? Is he a different character than like what the other guy was in the movie? I haven't it's, watched it yet. Or, it's on my HBO Max list. I'm going to watch it here shortly. Oh, okay. But uh, I really like this movie. Same. I'm curious about the series. I know. Maybe we'll talk about it more once we both watch that. Uh, I'll probably watch it as well. But I definitely I, recommend the movie. Yeah, me too. It was me and Allison okay, watched it because we're fans of Tilda, and, and I'm Chris a Evans. and I'm a fan of Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she told me she picked. It tells me right there, Chris Evans. I know, but no, like we when we pick movies, she we either pick like based on like actors or whoever and we have a tilda playlist but a chris evans playlist and so she picked She's, up the yeah. tilda playlist and this was on here so she picked it and it was, it I was wonderful remember her she was the the main like uh slave driver attendant she was the one you know being the oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the clipboard don't want to spoil too much yeah she's a clipboard keith wants to watch it mm-hmm. i think it's good though eh. it's all good i won't remember it <laughs> I get all movies confused with each other, clearly. So, <laughs> Next up, we got Invasion of the Body Snatchers at 57. It came out in 56, and it's been remade like 15 or 16 times, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. But none of us have seen that. Most of us have seen the next movie, which is Predator. Came out in I think I, I could put an X on this. Yeah, I think we've probably all seen at least most, of the, love it. most of the movie. Get to the chopper. Love it so much. I don't know if I love Starring it. Starring Get to the Chopper. Three um, governors, I think, are in this movie. Mm-hmm. Stone Coldsies. <laughs> oh, <they're>, yeah. <laughs> Such a political it's movie. Not, it's um, Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Jesse the body. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse and the Carl body. Carl Weathers and Schwarzenegger. 
Carl Weathers and then Arnold. Uh, it's just a good, just a good old action movie that uh, leads into the Alien versus Predator franchise, <laughs> which is not as good. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it kind of falls off after this one. Really, I've I've got the Predator Two, which stars Danny Glover, and I've yet to watch it. It's on my DVD shelf. I'm like, I need to watch it, but. I'm afraid that it's going to ruin the first one for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's been like a couple of remakes that I still need. I don't think you really need to watch any other ones. <laughs> it doesn't really get any better. Yeah, that's what in I'm In my afraid. opinion. Like, this yeah. first one's so good. I mean, the uh, the one with Olivia Munn, like the newest one. Yeah, that one that the came newest out one. A couple, like four, three years ago or something. I guess that's like watchable. I mean, it's it's decent. It's probably... What about the Adrian Brody? Probably my second favorite one. Adrian uh, Brody is only good in uh, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> the pianist. Oh, the pianist. All right, next, move on. Uh, yep. keep going. I just know he won like an Oscar for that. <laughs> I've never seen it. Uh, next is number 55, Planet of the Apes, which we haven't seen. I do own. I, the, I own again, it. I've seen most of this movie. So I think I probably should put an X on it, but yeah, yeah, I, I've seen a majority of it, but I I don't think I've I didn't sit down and watch it, so I I didn't count it. Yeah, I have I have same. all of them. I have like all eleven movies. Yeah, I have the box set of the originals, but I've not watched any of them, and I've seen the the newer ones. Next up, we've got Mad Max Two, Road Warrior, the Mel Gibson. Movie. I've seen the first Mad Max and the last Mad. I've just not watched this one. But uh, Pale, you've seen this one? Yeah, I don't remember. It's been a while. I've been meaning to watch it, but I just don't want to watch Mel Gibson do anything anymore. <laughs> I'm over him. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think these really like the Mad Max Fury Road was like the by far the best. Yeah, I guess they ever made it. Uh, a Furioso movie, so I don't need to go oh, watch good. this one. Yeah, these aren't like the Mel Gibson ones aren't like very special, in my opinion. Uh, next, we got Star Trek, the 2009 movie remake with the J.J. Abrams movie, which I thought Keith, you watched at my I, house. That's what I thought. I was just going to ask you, Mike, was this one we've seen at your house? Because I did remember seeing one of these Star Wars movies, so our Star Wars, Star Trek movies. I feel like I was even there for that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think it was like a sort of impromptu movie night or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is what got me into Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Now, after watching the original series and the next everything in between, I think this isn't as good, but it did get me into the series, so I think it's worthy of talking about. I think uh, this movie is better than most of the movies in the old series. Yeah. It, it, I, I mean, it's definitely a good... Uh, I don't know what I want to say. Like, a good science fiction st- like space movie. And yeah. I think it's a good Star Trek movie, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really love the J.J. Abrams take on the whole Star Trek universe. Yeah, I do like the Michael Giacchino take on the soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Star Trek reignites a classic franchise with action, humor, and strong story and brilliant visuals. And uh, well, and, and oh, and will please traditional Trekkies and new fans alike. Uh, that's one thing I meant to say. I like how they didn't erase the old timeline. They said this is a whole new timeline. The old Spock still exists. Like Leonard Nimoy is in this movie as mm-hmm. Spock. Um, they didn't just say, "Oh, nope, that didn't happen." This is Chris Pine is William Shatner. Like, th- like those people existed. They did all their things, but like, there's like a time, yeah, thing that kind of offshoot that where this new franchise exists. Fifty-two. We've got Escape from New York, which is a Kurt Russell movie. Mm-hmm. I uh, and I think when it's I, really good. It is really good. When I first checked the box, I thought it was the Gangs of New York movie with Daniel Day Lewis and Leonardo. <laughs> that is not a science fiction. Movie. And I was, I was, I was wondering now that was science fiction. But I was, but I have seen this and the spinoff, quote unquote, sequel, Escape from L.A. or whatever. L.A. Yeah, so I've seen both of them. They're both fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But but the, Escape the, from New York is way better the than the L.A. Really, one. Yeah. yeah. The Escape from L.A. is basically a remake, like, because it's like 10 years later and there's yeah. better graphics and stuff. It's kind of the same story. Oh, it's nothing really. Yeah. Not trading too much. New but it, it, but basically an earthquake breaks California apart. Yeah. And they have to try to get from California back to the States. Yeah. New York is a prison yeah. island in the original. And then now L.A. is a prison island as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 51 is the War of the Worlds from 53. I've seen the Tom Cruise one. I have not seen this one. Same. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Moving on to number 50 on our list. Hey guys, we made it through 50. Halfway. We're halfway. Halfway there. Number 50. We have Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Runner. For <laughs> Blade Runner 2049 from 2017 with Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford, I believe, reprising mm-hmm. his role. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not seen this, but I knew he is reprising his role because I remember seeing the cover of the original movie forever mm-hmm. in the 49 cent movie rental places <laughs> on VHS. Yeah. If you enjoyed Blade Runner, you have to watch this. Like. I think Blade Runner is one of the greatest movies ever made. That's the same with... I was really bored by it. Tongue-in-cheek, tongue but I really liked... It's one of the top sci-fi movies, in my opinion. And I definitely enjoyed watching this one. I definitely liked Ryan Gosling's character, and I definitely liked the the 30 Seconds of Mars uh, Joker loser, his role in this movie, too. Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Um, this is a good one. It's not as good as the original, but this is pretty good. I only saw half of the original. I was bored, so I didn't finish it. But if does it like pay off well that it's worth completing? Mm. I, it was just so slow, and I 
I I was not into it. <laughs> it's it's slow the entire time. <laughs> I don't it, it's just it's just slow. I don't understand the franchise. I just think it's fa- a fantastic. It's like movie. nothing. Ha- nothing happens, and I, I don't feel like, and it's like it's hard, but it doesn't hold my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Phones are off. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're wrong because both of the movies are on the list. But I was just not. I was just bored, and so I didn't. Yeah, the need to watch the second one. It, it's it's mainly for the the AI sentient, you know, type of life living in a futuristic um, time period, and the conflict between human versus computer or machine. You know, can a human love a machine? So oh, that's why you want us to watch Deus, De- Deus Machina, whatever it's called. Yeah, because I want you Ex- to watch Machina. Oscar. A human love a machine. Love a machine <laughs> with his penis. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I think we're on to the next movie. I don't know about you guys, but uh, we'll move on to number 49. Uh, Galaxy Quest from 1999, an intelligent and humorous satire with an excellent cast of Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, and Tony Shalhoub. Can we just call him Monk, please? And thank you. Monk. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know who he is. Monk, I know who he is. (laughs) I've I've seen this. And Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell's in this. I figured you'd seen this, Pale. If I have seen this, I figured you'd have. Yeah, because Tim Allen, Yeah, I remember this movie. It's been, I saw it like 20 years ago. It also has uh, Justin Long in it. Yeah. Fucking love this movie, dude. Might be the second best Star Trek movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is (laughs) is so good. Me and Allison watched it. Oh my God, it was so amazing. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I don't even know what to say that except for it's fantastic. It's like perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect movie. <laughs> it really is. It, it was almost on my top ten. Yeah, it's, it's probably number eleven. Yeah, the only the only reason why it's not probably higher is it's not as scientific science fiction as it is a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good though. If you haven't seen it, just watch it. It's so good. <laughs> Maybe we should Moving do on a, to can we do a Galaxy Quest episode? Yeah, please. Let's we do could. it. <laughs> oh, yes, I want to rewatch it. I definitely yeah, I need to see it again. There is a really good sure. documentary about Galaxy Quest mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it is I think also so good. Yeah. yeah. It's like never give up, never surrender or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number forty eight on our list, we have Fantastic Voyage from nineteen sixty six. Nobody has seen it. So it must not be that fantastic. <laughs> or Voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to number 47, we have Solaris from 1976. Again, nobody has seen this one. And number 46 on our list, we have Her from 2013. And Pale, you have seen her. Tell us about her. I've seen this like three times already. Walking Phoenix? <laughs> Walking Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Scar Uh Basically... He, um, it's like, like a he's in a world he talks where to Siri. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a Siri. He has <laughs> a operating system that he talks to that 
gives him like information. It's like his yeah, own like personal it. Google. Yeah, and then he starts falling in love with it. And then there's a part where she sends like a real life human woman to his apartment and uses her same voice, but the the actual like physical person just is like there to do all the the lovemaking and all that and it just like gets really weird and it's a really strange movie. So Black Mirror. So Ex Machina. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, it does sound like a Black Mirror episode, doesn't it? It's an episode starring uh, Agent Carter. And, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Haley uh, Atwell. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good it's episode. Pretty similar. But, it, but uh, I mean, it's her dead husband that is in, but that she falls in love with on the phone. But it's like the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I've seen her. <laughs> I've too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. You've. If, yeah, you, you've all seen it if you've seen that Black Mirror episode. <laughs> it's a really good episode. I don't know right, if I would we... recommend her. I mean, you but it's like three times you said. <laughs> yeah, just commit. Just fucking watch it. All right. <laughs> I don't recommend it, but I've seen it three times. I don't know what drew me back the second time and third. <laughs> uh, moving on. Number 45. We have The Iron Giant from 1999. I feel like this is a cult classic and has been around for a long time. Um, yeah, all, it wasn't only 21 hit. years, 22 years, but yeah, it wasn't big when it started, but later on it, the appeal. Yeah. It really kind of exploded. I'm surprised you haven't seen this pale. Yeah. Watch, watch well, it never with, had, watch it with the kid. Yeah. Is it a kid's movie? Yeah. It's yeah, animated. It's animated. Yeah. Oh, is it on Disney? I, or, uh, or it, I don't know if it's a Disney movie. I, give me a little I bit and I'll have it on it the Plex server. <laughs> Dustin will have it for you. I mean, look, it's, yeah, I, I mean, Brad know. Bird did The Incredibles, so it it's kind of in that vein, like that same sensibility. It was kind of like three D. It was like three D animation in a two D world because the Iron Giant he was kind of like three D. In a, it was like the first of a animation of that kind. Where it, yeah, I think it they was used computers, but it it's all it like yeah. kind of looks hand drawn. Hmm. Uh, number forty-four. We have Fantastic Planet from nineteen seventy-three, and nobody has seen that. Movie. We haven't seen. It was <laughs> both of so fantastic. Just skipped right over it. Different directors. Right. I don't know. Uh, number forty-three. We have Total Recall from nineteen ninety, and Sass and Dustin. You've seen this with Arnold. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's it's a good classic one. Arnold. It's I think the best Arnold yeah. movie. Uh, Terminator Two is the best. Arnold. I yeah. I didn't I didn't like Terminator. I didn't like any of the Terminator movies. I've seen every single one of them. So good. I've seen them all. I get it. I oh. think Total Recall is the best. Uh, uh, I, okay, I, I see what you're saying. I I okay. I agree. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, with, Terminator Two is a better movie. Right. Terminator Two probably better movie. I get it. But I wasn't a fan of Ter- Terminator. So if we if I exclude the Terminator, what else has Arnold been in? Predator. That's uh, that great of a movie, right? Yep. Up next on our lists. <laughs> nope. Sorry, I was just like, yep, I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a great Arnold movie, mm-hmm. but uh, Terminator Two is a better movie. 
Up next on our list, number 42, we have Moon from 2009. And Saf and I are the only two that saw this. I think we saw this at the Cinema Center. I was going to say, did you see that in the theater with me? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was Nathaniel, I think, like texted us and be like, let's go see this random movie. It was movie. my idea. <laughs> oh, it was your idea? Okay, well, he texted me. I'm like, sure, let's go see was, this movie. I saw like so the weird. previews for it and I was like, this movie looks fantastic. And I do really like that movie a lot. Yeah, I think we were like the only people in the yeah, theater. We were the I think there were like two people there. way in the front, but I'm like, what is this movie? But after the end, I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. It never made it, I think, like to the big box office mm. level, but it's like, it's really awesome. Yeah, it was like a limited release. We had to go downtown to that cinema, cinema center or whatever, mm-hmm. and they only showed it like twice a day. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I really like that movie a lot. Yeah. It was the nice twist there at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? So crazy. Uh, 41. We have The Martian from 2015 with Matt Damon. It is so good. Kristen Wiig, Jeff Daniels, and Jessica Chastain. And Pale yeah, and Dustin. Good. You've both seen this. Good movie. I've meant to watch it before this episode because... I mean, I think it won like an Oscar or something, mm-hmm. but I've also was afraid that it was overhyped to me, but I love Ridley Scott and I love Matt Damon. So I was like, God, I should see it, but I have not seen it yet. You should, yeah, you really should. And it's got um, Donald Glover in it, too. Yeah. Donald Glover's in it? Yeah. Donald Glover's in it, and he's in like a serious role. And yeah, he's he, like, he actually like has a big part in the movie. He's not Childish Gambino in this. <laughs> I was calling Dong Glover because that's his Twitter handle. <laughs> Don Glover, all one word, but it looks like Dong Lover. <laughs> Dong Lover. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Number 40. Uh, Sandy Bullock and George Clooney in Gravity 2013. This is where they're out trying to make repairs <laughs> they're trying to make repairs on a satellite and they get hit by an asteroid or some shit and they're just floating and that's the entire movie and that's why i didn't see it yeah <laughs> that's yeah that's what i expected Not to see it. i don't want to i've i think i've seen it now <laughs> yeah you're welcome uh number 39 interstellar it's a great soundtrack uh christopher nolan movie with matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right and Anne hathaway <laughs> Uh, Michael Caine, of course. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. You can't have a Christopher Nolan without Michael Caine. I know. True. Do you see Anne Hathaway's boobs? I don't think so. Well, then... Do you see McConaughey's dong? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. It wouldn't be PG-13 you do. if you saw McConaughey's dong. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like this movie a lot. I, I like all Christopher Nolan Nolan movies, honestly. I, I get lost, one. though, like, towards it's, the end. I mean, all of his movies are kind of confusing, besides Batman. Batman's pretty straightforward, but... Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, like, all of his science fiction movies are kind of, like, trippy in a way, but I really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Alright, number 38, The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, 2004, with Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Kirsten Dunn, Mark Ruffalo. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, uh, so three of the four of us have seen this. It's been a minute. I just know that like he went crazy. I, I haven't seen it since 2004, <laughs> I think. Yeah, Jim Carrey goes crazy, essentially. Uh, well, he, um, he breaks up with Quinn's Kate, Kate Winslet's, Winslet's crazy, crazy and too. And he can't stop 
thinking about her, so he tries to like erase her, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's like going through that process, and he's like can't tell reality from like not reality. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a, it, I loved it at the time, but I need to rewatch it for sure because it's been fifteen years since I've seen it. Yeah, been a long time. Number thirty-seven, Looper. 2012 with uh, Bruce Willis and uh, the good old JGL. I feel like I've seen this one. Oh, Ryan Johnson also did it. Uh, so basically, it's the last shot I cool. I might have watched it with you, Seth. Bruce Willis transports from the yeah. past to kill himself when he's younger, and jo- Joseph Gordon Lovett plays him. Because <laughs> I remember like the premise of the entire movie, and I feel like I, I've seen it, but I'm like. It might have been one of those nights. I felt like Bob was with us. I've seen this one with Bob, but I could be completely wrong. I think, uh, yeah, he might have been. I feel like that was one of those nights at your house where we'd come over, drink beer, and watch movies all night. Uh, Time travels involved. I was in from Hmm. the start. Bruce Willis since (laughs) one, so I I definitely recommend this movie. But I I've also only seen it like maybe once or twice, so Mm -hmm. I don't remember it like a lot i just remember there's like uh, you know he's traveling it through time to kill himself uh number 36 it's on my list just haven't watched it yet close encounters of the third kind 1977 with richard dreyfus and a bunch of other people i don't know but it's a steven spielberg movie so it should be yeah. worth watching uh the I critics watch that one yeah, for sure. Critics say Close Encounters of the Third Kind is deeply humane, sci-fi, exploring male obsession, cosmic mythicism, and music. It's it should be on everybody's list. We just need we just need to take time to do it. Uh, number thirty-five. This is Amy Adams' best film. Not really. Uh, Arrival. <laughs> As best film on this list. Best film on this list. Jeremy Renner and Forrest <laughs> Whitaker makes it worth watching. Too bad I didn't watch it, but Pale did. Uh, I've seen it once. I need to see it again, but I remember liking it. Um, I thought the the way they like um, created the the aliens and the way that they communicated with like the humans, mm-hmm. and they were like learning more and more about it. It was like really interesting to me, and um, I'd recommend checking it out if you're into like the sci-fi space movies if you're not you shouldn't have listened to this episode dumbass if you're not you (laughs) (laughs) pretty much number 34 ex mahina 2015 with a name i don't know oscar isaac a name i don't know and a name i don't know uh this movie basically kind of toes the line with ai machine learning and sentient robots Basically, can humans or can robots think is the philosophy behind it. Uh, I taught a, I teach a class. Uh, I co-taught a class with a, a, uh, someone who did, you know, philosophy, is a PhD in philosophy. And, uh, it was like a week long course and we just kind of like helped each other. Like, can robots think? And this is part of it. Like, did the, the sentient beings in this movie, uh, have a thought process or was it programmed to do so? And you don't really ever figure out is it, is it worth watching? I don't know. Alicia V. Kander is Michael Fassbender's wife and also Laura Croft in the new Tomb Raider franchise. Mm. And you see your boobies. 
worth it. Yep. Titties. Yep. <laughs> Put it on the list. Yeah. It's I think overall I think it's a pretty interesting movie. There's there's some suspense to it. Um just you know, check it out. It was definitely popular at the time. I just never it never yeah. made my it was on Netflix or anything, so I never saw it, <laughs> basically. Right. Uh number thirty three, Wall E. Uh Ben Burnt. Eliza Knight, Jeff Garland, and Fred Willard. Came out in 2008. Animated film. Everyone's seen it. It was fantastic. Wally's stellar visuals testify uh, once again to Pixar's ingenuity. While its charming star will captivate younger viewers. And its timely story offers thought-provoking subtext. Uh, so it's basically when AI takes over the world, essentially, in a cartoon form. Everyone has yeah. computers or screens that do everything for them. They become fat, lazy bitches. <laughs> I love that movie. And I I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I saw it the first time last year, I think. It was the only Pixar movie I hadn't seen. And I think it's really good. Yeah, I watched it in 08. Um, I've only seen it like once, and I still think it's fantastic. It's Yeah. Like the first 20 minutes are completely silent, and it's still like one of the most engaging mm-hmm. uh, 20 minutes of a movie I've seen in the uh number 32 the cult classic et steven spielberg movie 1982 uh henry thomas drew barrymore uh and a little itty bitty monster named et uh playing as both an exciting sci-fi adventure and a remarkable portrait of childhood steven spielberg's touching tale of a homesick alien remains a piece of movie magic for young and old I watched it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it since, so I don't really remember too much about the movie other than a basket attached to a bicycle <laughs> and somebody flying. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. E.T. go home. He cut, like he cut his finger. He cut he cut his finger on like yeah, a go home. on a go on a Campbell's can, didn't he? And like it was the worst fucking thing in the world. And then E.T. fixed it with his little glowing finger, and I was like Wow, he's never like got a paper cut before. What the fuck is this? <laughs> then ET turns into a shriveled up white turd. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so here's an interesting thing. Um, so Steven Spielberg made this movie after he had kids, so it's more for kids. And uh, Close Encounters is the movie he made before he had kids, so it's more about a father leaving his family and abandoning his children, and he kind of. Uh, second thought that that's why he made this movie. That's very brief, but it's a more interesting story if you will. Also, if you have time, look up Henry Thomas's audition for this movie. He's the little, he's Elliot. It, it is like so fantastic. But if you look it up on YouTube. Nice. Uh, number 31, the 1954 version of Godzilla. Um, Gojira. 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 Yep. So, only Kiefer has seen it. Of course he has. I, I've <laughs> seen all these old Godzilla movies. They all blend together, so I am I know I've seen it in some way, shape, or form. But, yeah, Godzilla love them all. They're great. Pushes over so some got me into it. buildings. <laughs> yes. Rubber suit with okay. string attached to the tail in the back. Yes. The first Godzilla all movie glory. I saw had Matthew Broderick in it. That was the worst one. That was a horrible movie. God, terrible. I still watch it. It's horrible. <laughs> you still watch it. It's on TV. I still watch it. You keep hoping it gets a little bit better. 
it's still shit. It really, it really can't be as bad as it is. Moving on. All right, number thirty, Forbidden Planet, nineteen fifty six. Nope, nobody's seen it. Number twenty nine, Twelve Monkeys, from nineteen ninety five. Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt, Christopher Plummer. Um, three out of four of us have seen it. Time travel, I'm in. Don't remember a whole bunch about it. I know Bruce Willis is a crazy person. Um, was Brad Pitt crazy too? Brad Pitt was a crazy one, and Bruce Willis is like hopping through different points in time, I think, and he keeps running into Brad Pitt. Various. So it's it's Looper. I mean, <laughs> is he the he same character? He, he doesn't try to kill anybody. Oh. He's trying to save something. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I love that movie, but I don't really remember the plot. I don't hey, know. Uh, number number twenty eight. Uh, Jurassic Park, 1993. I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh, shit. We've it. all seen it. We've covered it on the Jurassic Park episode. Yeah. <sighs> All-time favorite movie. This should be like... This is, it's too low on this, Whoever on this list. list. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, fuck you. You're so rotten. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> I'm deleting this goddamn episode because it has Jurassic Park at 28. All right, moving on. I mean, we've all we had our Jurassic Park episodes like galore, so I think we're good on this. Yeah, one. give me one second. Episode seventy is the Jurassic Park episode, so if you want to hear more, listen to that. Yeah, next up we we'll need to do the Camp Crustacean Stacious or whatever <laughs> series. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking throw. We'll do that this year. Something through my computer screen. Followed by the Jurassic World three. Yeah, if it ever comes out. All right, all right moving on. Yep, 27, Primer, 2004. No one of us have seen it. Okay. Number 26, Docker, 1979. Number 25, Gattaca, 1997. Hey, I, Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman had a baby together. Uh, she's in Stranger Things season two. Mm-hmm. I've, se- I've seen it. It's a it's okay movie. Yeah, I, so I took my name off. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Is Ghost in the uh, Shell? Tw- is that the Scarlett Johansson? No, the the remake is. Oh. Hmm. But are they the same like story, same character? It's probably just a different storyline. It's based off a like an it's animated based off of an anime. They're both based it, off the same anime. It's an anime like whatever storyline they followed. It's probably different. Number twenty three, Brazil, nineteen eighty five. Uh, it's another Terry Gilliam movie none of us have seen it Mm-mm. number 22 star trek 2 the wrath of khan are you Shatner, really Nimoy. arguably one of the best oh. star trek movies yeah it's fantastic but i keep hearing mm-hmm. maybe i should watch it you fucking should i have to watch the the first one right no no you Do don't not watch the first one watch the episode skip of star the f- trek where Khan is on, yeah, and then skip straight to Ralph's Khan, mm-hmm. and then so watch Search for Spock. He, yeah, he he appears on one episode of the original series, so just watch that and then go straight. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes it so much easier. Yeah, it does. All right, twenty-one District Nine from two thousand nine. This is a Peter Jackson movie. You think? No, no. is that what? 
Neil Blumkin. No? Neil Blumkin. Oh, Neil Blumkin. Yeah, Blum- <laughs> Blumkin. <laughs> um, I like the I like the movie. I thought it was really good. I've only seen about the first thirty minutes, and then I was like, oh, I get the point. I don't want to watch the rest. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I got it. So I it didn't ch- count. Good. I, I checked it. it. I, I did. I, don't I think I've seen. It. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a. It's like kind of like The Office. If it's it's a documentary, but not real. Mm. Like, isn't that what the point of it is? Like, mm-hmm. as if aliens were here, and basically, it's yeah. kind of if Mike, if Michael Scott got um, infected by a alien <laughs> yeah. bullshit or whatever <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Uh, number 20 is Clockwork Orange, uh, one of the best movies of all time, according to most people, That, but none of us have seen it, so who the yeah. fuck cares? <laughs> number 19 is Robocop uh, from 1987, and everybody, Keith has which is I weird. It's in pieces. I know. I've seen it, I'm sure, but... Uh, there's a... It's a rated R movie that there's an animated series for children. Mm-hmm. Saturday mornings. Uh, oh my god! And we kind of talked about it earlier, so I'll skip ahead. I like it. The, the number eighteen, the day the Earth stood still. Nobody's seen that, but there's a remake starring Keanu, which nobody else has seen. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it came out like four years ago. Uh, then number seventeen is Akira. None of us have seen a Japanese animated. Uh, number 16 is Children of Men, which I really like. Clive Owen movie. Hmm? Me too. That's my favorite movie of twenty or 2006. It's surprisingly good. Yeah, that's a 100% recommend. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Noted. Uh, uh, basically, it's, it takes place in the future where people can't have children anymore, but they find a pregnant woman and they have to protect her. It protect Julian Moore. Got it. Nope, not Julian Moore. Hmm. Okay, not Julian Moore. Uh, but she is in it. Number fifteen is Terminator, the first one. Hmm. Keith has not seen. But I, again, I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I don't know. I like all the Terminators except last four. <laughs> So I guess not all of them. It's, I like the first two. It's worth watching. I'm just not a big fan of them, but it's worth watching. I can uh, say that yeah, objectively. I mean, it's James Cameron, and I think it's one of his best movies. It's definitely better than Avatar and Titanic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. I, Titanic's bad. Uh, boobs. Uh, number 15 is The Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll never do a Terminator episode, probably. Uh, I don't know. Dustin doesn't like him, so I don't know. Who, who, oh. <laughs> I'll watch him again. Wonder Woman. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to rewatch. <laughs> Only the first two are any good, so don't rewatch six movies because the. Yeah, don't. <laughs> You're ruining the whole the first two movies, basically. Yeah. Okay. Number fourteen: Live, Die, Repeat slash Edge of Tomorrow. It's another Groundhog Day movie. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I, I really like that. And I supposedly they're doing I, sequel I, to it. This actually made me fall in love with Tom Cruise. The, this inspired me to watch all the um, Mission Impossible movies. Oh, I love, we'll and, do a Mission Impossible episode. Oh, I, oh my I god, I hope movies. we do. 
<laughs> I do too. They're so freaking good. Keith's never seen a Mission Impossible. Keith doesn't even know who Tom Cruise is. <laughs> He's the really short guy. Scientology. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, Thirteen is Aliens, or Aliens Two, according to Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a callback to two hours ago. <laughs> Actual uh, factual. One of my favorite movies of all time. It is really good. I don't know about number two, but the first one is really good. Uh, number 12, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I I don't... It says we all seen it, but I don't know. What is that? <laughs> mm. Oh, Star Wars. It's that, it's that one with the Frost Giant. Is that the Yub Nub one? <laughs> Nope, that's Jedi. <laughs> that's Jedi. And then finally, for me, last time you'll hear my voice this episode, is number 11, The Thing, starring nice. Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Did you say impossible? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to talk because we've all seen these top 10 movies. Yeah. Well, you, you've you seen practically all the top 10 movies. I've seen pretty much every movie left. I've only seen four. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on to our top 10 list. Oh, but I do recommend The Thing. Just mm-hmm. a point. Just to say that it's a really cool, like horror movie. Top ten, number ten, Mad Max: Fear Road, twenty fifteen. So the remake? It's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's a sequel that doesn't have any of the people from the original. I have not seen it. All oh, y'all seen it? It's it's so good. I just watched it today. Did you like it? Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I did. I think it's so good. I I was oh, I, I, good, like chase. Basically, movie. I was like. You start from here, you get all the way here, and then you turn around. <laughs> yeah, the point of the movie, but it's so fun to watch. I don't know what it is about that movie. They though. filmed it so freaking well. Yeah. My favorite part is when they did that that harpoon to the guy's face and then threw the, the chain into the tire and ripped it off. Mm. I imagine the script being like three pages because I don't remember a lot of dialogue <laughs> happening in this movie. <laughs> But it's just so. It happened in the beginning. Just imagine if Tom Hardy asked for a line. Uh, well, line, he's in, line, please. Over his face. He's like, line, line, please. No, say no. All right. No. <laughs> Moving on. Number nine. We have Alien from 1979. Uh, uh, you've all seen it. I mm-hmm. have not. It was all these old movies, but you should watch it. I, uh, an alien episode is deserving i think mm-hmm. i thought we were gonna have one so i watched them all i watched like all four of them yeah and this was referenced um, in uh infinity war have you ever seen that old movie alien yeah <laughs> <laughs> where he uh ejects him out of the hatch mm-hmm. well it just blows a hole in the side of the ship and yeah maw goes a flying all right the moving on. first alien movie number eight is terminator 2 judgment day from 1991 apparently saf's favorite um, on this list, it's my second favorite. Second favorite. So Terminator 1 and 2. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we haven't got to my favorite movie on this list yet. Uh-oh. Number Uh-oh. two. Number two. Number two. But I do love this movie. Like, top five. It's I don't a time, know. Tra- it's a time travel movie. I will tell you that. Yes. I already know what it is. I already saw it. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two. 
Moving on to number seven, we have Inception from 2010. And this is a movie I've had to watch several times. And it got better every time because you understand more of it. Yeah. It's really visually. It's never been done. uh, It's I was very confused the first time I watched it. So it definitely takes more than one viewing. But it's really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, smart, innovative, and thrilling. Inception is a rare summer blockbuster that succeeds viscerally as well as intellectually. A dream within a dream. <laughs> Moving on to number six, we have The Matrix from 1999. Thanks to the Wachowski's imaginative vision, The Matrix is a smartly crafted combination of spectacular action and groundbreaking special effects at the time. I threw that in there. I thought this was a pretty fantastic movie. I love The Matrix. That was great. Uh, apparently, they're making a fourth one with Keanu in there. Uh, so, if they if that ever comes out, we'll do a Matrix episode. Promise. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number five, we have Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope from 1977. <laughs> Did you know that they renamed this movie? Yeah, it used to be called Star Wars. Star Wars. The, no, they they call it now Star Wars. Mm. They used to call it New Hope. Now they just call it Star Wars. Well, when it originally came out, it was called Star Wars. Well, they changed it back. So when you look it up on like Disney oh, Plus, really? yeah, if the, now it's back to Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you, when you sure. when you like try to search for a New Hope, you won't find it. But you look up Star Wars. They're trying to distance themselves mm. from the Last Jedi, probably. Number four, we have Metropolis from 1927. Dustin has a slash mark, so you've seen that. <laughs> Dustin's favorite. favorite yeah, I tried. I tried watching it. But he doesn't speak German. Yeah, so it was really weird. It's a silent film, so you don't need to speak German. But they had like a scene in between each like cutscene that explained what was going on in German. It's all like, mm, this is going to be rough. So uh, I saw... <laughs> A bunch of like people get into an elevator. I saw a very fancy looking building. I saw Olympians working out and like showy boating. I saw one man with a clipboard judging a bunch of naked women. And then I saw a the same How group. How long is it? Is it like a? It's like a two hour. It's one hundred and fifty four minutes. It's a two hour film. Wow. Oh, a two and a half hour film. It's music the entire time. Someone, when they edited it, they added uh, a score to it instead of having like an orchestra or a uh, an organ. Someone added music to it. But you see 1927 bo- boobs. German boobs. Boobs? Boobs. I do not recommend. I It was really hard to follow. I don't know German. It was really hard to follow. Moving on to number three, we have Blade Runner from 1982, and all y'all have seen that? Mm-hmm. I have not. Much recommend. Slash. I've not seen the end of it. I gave up halfway through. I, I, I like this one more than the Ryan, 20, uh, Ryan Gosling 20, movie. 2049. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. Yeah. Moving on to number two, we have Back to the Future from 1985. 
inventive, funny, and breathlessly constructed Back to the Future is a rousing time travel adventure with an unforgettable spirit. Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, all good stuff. Hinted to earlier, this is my favorite movie of all time. All time. Time travel. Out of every genre or every my favorite. Of all time. Of all time, out of all the movies ever made? Any movie. This is yeah. Perfect. It's a perfect movie. Yeah, because oh, wow. the main character goes back and tries to fuck his mom, so it's a perfect movie. He does not try. He tries not to fuck his mom. No. Nope. His mom <laughs> tries to fuck him. <laughs> Running from mother. Yeah. Really weird. I'm sorry. We can keep going if you want. Go ahead. Nope. Okay. And wrap it up. Number one on this giant list of 100 movies, we've reached the end, and I need to go to the bathroom. So bad. 2001, A Space Odyssey from 1968. One of the most influential of all sci fi films, and one of the most controversial. Stanley Kubrick's 2001 is a delicate, poetic meditation on the ingenuity and folly of mankind. Because we are humans and we suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but very, I but I can understand humanity. Uh, I don't know if I could recommend this movie, but I can see why it's number one because it's visually stunning. Like for the time, it looks like they filmed in space. Everything looks so realistic. Um, and like it's kind of like an art artistic film, so it's hard to follow a little bit you kind of gotta it's a it's a little bit of a thinker uh but the music and the visuals just are really great but i watched it like last week for the first time mm-hmm. i always thought it was a space oddity like the song <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would agree um for its time it was i can definitely see why it was like amazing and highly regarded as like the best sci-fi movie ever. Um, but you know, we're now like what, 50, 60 years later. And it's like, okay, we've seen a lot better things than this. And yeah, I mean, like I felt like the, after the whole um, situation with Hal and Dave like went down where, he didn't let him back in the ship. Mm-hmm. It like kind of fell off for me. I don't know. It just, it is. I like lost interest. Like after it all that, happened. really weird after that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really, really, really weird. weird. Of, like a screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't follow like an anymore. Where he's like flying through this black hole or something, and it just, that just goes on forever. But mm-hmm. uh, and then. It cuts to him as like a 90 year old dude and then it cuts to him as a fetus and you're like wait what just happened what did i watch <laughs> what is going on yeah very yeah, strange it really takes a weird turn there at the end but uh i still think it's really it's something to watch like in the back like you don't have to pay close attention to it because it's nothing really happens there's not a lot of dialogue or anything but it's just stunning for it to be in 68 and just look so amazing. And pee break. I'm going to explode. <laughs> we, just, break. we just end it. It's fine. Yeah. We, we can end there. Yeah. Let's yeah. We, we, we covered it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want to check out all those videos, we'll have the link that we'll post it to our socials. 
Uh, just the the top whatever. We'll also post a link from the uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but yeah, uh, check out those movies. Enjoy them, uh, especially the top ten. If you haven't seen them, go ahead and watch them. Except for Metropolis, unless you speak German. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, yeah, I think uh, this episode has gone on longer than I really ever anticipated, but it's number 200. So, yay. It, it, it should be long. should be long. <laughs> it should be longer than the last episode, which was all two hours. Yep. Already two hours. Yeah, pretty much. So, we're going to cut it off right here. So, I appreciate everyone for these lovely four plus million hundred years and the 200 episodes. You guys are awesome. Uh, the listeners are awesome, and anybody who supports the show is awesome. Uh, until next time, drink, drink up, up, drink up, and, and geek, geek out. out.